You are tuning in to Mind Over Your Biz podcast. This episode will focus on organizational change and how to best manage the changes you want to implement within your company. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mind Over Your Biz podcast, where we go beyond the numbers and focus on people. Whether you are a solopreneur, small business owner, or someone who is looking to achieve your personal and professional goals, this podcast is for you. Each episode will provide you with strategies to help maximize your potential and shift your mindset. I'm Dr. Maria, business coach, neuroscientist, and your host of Mind Over Your Biz Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to MOYB. I want to thank all our listeners for joining me on this episode of how we can manage the changes we need within our organization that can lead us to success and growth. I am Dr. Maria, and I'm excited that you're here today. So let's get started. What do I mean when I talk about organizational change and change management? Well, for the most part, when I talk about change management is any kind of change at the organizational level. And within an organization, that can include many different areas. It is a broad category. So for example, there can be a shift in personnel. There can be a change in the way that you offer your services or product or goods. There also can be a change in the way you do business or operations, as well as a change in business goals. So in other words, organizational change happens whenever there is a significant departure from the way or the current way that your company does business. So if you're looking to make changes within your organization, it's important to understand that it does not matter what change you are implementing, whether it is a service offering, whether it is a shift in personnel or operations, you're going to need people to implement that change. And having a strategy that puts people first will help make the transition smoother and improve your uh, success. But before we go into establishing a process that includes people as part of that change management, we must recognize as leaders and managers that change can be challenging for everyone and you're going to face resistance. So what exactly is uh, resistance? Resistance is a reluctance uh, for an individual to adapt to change uh, when it's presented uh, in front of them. And the reason that resistance occurs is because there is uncertainty around that change that uh, is going to occur. And there's a risk involved with that change as well. So we need to keep in mind that our brain does not like ambiguity. So when an individual is presented with something new, its first response, the brain's response, is going to be not to accept that 
new thing or that change that it's being presented. So the ambiguity and the uncertainty around the change, as well as that risk involved, is going to lead to feelings of anxiety and fear within that individual or within the employee. So you're going to get an employee that may psychologically feel very uncomfortable and unsafe, which will uh, make them less likely to be receptive. And in turn, that's going to have a negative effect on the company's implementation of that change. And it could even have a negative effect on the culture, the organizational culture. And it's not about whether that employee is not good or a quote unquote good employee that can be an asset to that organization and to that uh, change that you're trying to implement. It really is a the response to that change and the resistance that is hindering that employee from being an asset to that organization or to that change that's being implemented. So if we approach change management from an empathetic perspective, which at some level level we should, think about for a moment when there was a change in your life and what you experienced and how you responded to that change. What did you need in order to be more receptive and accepting of that change that was presented in your life? I know for me, in part, what I needed and what most of us need, including uh, employees, is to understand what is going on or what is happening when the change is occurring. So in order for employees to be more open to those changes that you're wanting to implement, we must really help them understand the process and we must help them understand what to expect Uh, within that change. We cannot assume that people know uh, if we do not communicate with them. And you definitely want to avoid the rumor mill that uh, occurs when organizational change uh, is being implemented. The idea to communicate with your employees about the process, especially if that process is going to impact their job, it's going to decrease that insecurity around uncertainty that I previously spoke about, and it's going to create a safer, healthier space, which is going to allow for engagement and buy-in from that employee. We must also keep in mind that even though the change that is being implemented at the organizational level, each employee each and every employee is an individual and they're going to react and respond to these changes differently. So on the previous episode last time, I was talking about the challenges that we face as individuals when we need to make changes and those challenges that are part of our mind and our brain system. So it's important to understand that Again, each employee is going to respond differently to how 
those changes are going to occur and how that process is going to be. And those individual differences is what we really need to look at when we uh, start to communicate with our employees about those changes that we want to make. The first step is to create an environment in which employees can embrace that change. So it's very important that you are transparent and authentic. And what does transparency and authenticity look like? Well, for management, it's about communicating clearly. It's about being honest about the process, not only uh, with what I mentioned before in explaining what's going to happen, but also how it's going to happen and why it's going to happen and allowing employees to have questions and express their concerns. And those questions and concerns need to be discussed. So in order for all this to happen, it's going to require that you have meetings with employees that focuses on the uh, change process and how that change process is going to look like. Being transparent and authentic and including employees in meetings that um, is going to allow them to gain trust, not only in the process, but they're also going to gain trust with their managers, their coworkers, and leaders. And this is going to help them stay in the loop, which is going to develop a buy-in towards the organizational goals that you want to establish or the changes that you're implementing. So in communicating this change to employees, it's essential to keep it positive and create excitement around that change. People need to be part of something. And this is an opportunity for employees to be on board and work collaboratively with others towards a common goal. So having excitement around that change can bring people together to work together and to be successful towards that vision that the company has. As you implement the change and you make sure that you keep employees in the loop, and not only promote the change and listen to your employees, you also need to assess how they are adjusting to that change and making sure to look at if they are adjusting well and doing well with the uh, new changes that are occurring within the organization and also receive feedback from them regarding the effectiveness of that change. Employees can be an asset in allowing you to evaluate how those changes that you are implementing are going. So again, it's about communicating honestly, authentically. It's about listening to the questions and concerns that employees have, but it's also about evaluating and assessing if the employees are adjusting well to those changes and receiving feedback from them with regards to how the change is working for the organization and for the employees as a whole. Now, moving from looking at employees into leadership, uh, whether it's management or executive leadership, uh, it's important to understand that it is not about 
intelligence or IQ, it is uh, mostly about emotional intelligence. And business leaders need to show they are human and that they understand that the change that they're implementing or that the organization is implementing can be challenging and difficult for the employees that they are leading. Change can be scary, as I've said before, for many people. And being supportive and understanding, being a supportive and understanding leader can make a huge difference in this area. In fact, senior leaders and line managers, they need to demonstrate some compassion and empathy so they can guide their team through the obstacles that are going to be faced when the change is implemented. Yes, there will be obstacles, there will be resistance, and it is the leader's responsibility to help the team overcome those obstacles and implement those changes for the benefit of the organization. And as you're guiding your team, or as a leader guiding your team towards the organizational goals and the changes that are being implemented, keep in mind again that some employees will be slow to adapt to changes, while others will be more proactive and accepting of that change. So again, it goes back to that idea that I talked about, that each individual will respond and react to change differently. So to develop a culture or an organizational culture that embraces change, you're going to need to start by rewarding acceptance and publicly rewarding employees who show they are embracing that change, having a good attitude and who are trying to make the transition easier for other employees is beneficial. And this will move, will help move uh, and limit resistance from uh, those employees who are not as easy to adapt or as quick to adapt to those changes. You can also, as a leader, in order to help employees move towards the goal that you want them to move towards or to be more accepting and understanding of those changes, you can uh, focus away from the financial goals and make it more about motivating and energizing the employees, as I mentioned before, and the team to work together and collaborate so they can achieve the goal uh, and success for the organization. So instead of attempting to connect the change to financial reward, Connect it to a purpose, connect it to a deeper purpose for that employee or for the employees as a whole. Your employees should already be aware of what the company's purpose is. So take the time to show your employees how the change that is being implemented connects to that company's purpose and why it is essential that they, um, that they accept and that they work towards uh, accepting that uh, change that's being implemented because at the end of the day, that change is to really meet the company's purpose and the company's vision and mission. And sometimes we need to... Um, 
We need to remind the employees of what that mission and what that purpose is and what the organizational values are so they can uh, better understand what is going on within the organization and that at the end of the day, it is about meeting those values uh, that the organization has and meeting that purpose that the organization has, which will benefit not only the organization, it will benefit the employees as well. So when we're talking about change management, we really cannot talk about change management without talking about the ADCAR model, which was developed and created by uh, Jeffrey Hyatt. And ADCAR, A-D as in David, K-A-R, stands for, A stands for awareness, D stands for desire, K stands for knowledge, A is for ability, and R is for reinforcement. And when we're talking about awareness, so this is, let me go back and say that this is kind of a recap of what we've been talking about, but but in in the framework of ADCAR model. So awareness is helping, uh, lead people to see that need for change. And as I previously stated, one of the ways that you can help lead people to see the need for change is connecting it to the purpose of the organization, as well as the vision and the mission of that organization. For the D or desire, you really want to instill that desire for change. And people while they may be resistant to change, they, again, want to be part of something. And so you can create motivation and desire by having people be part of something bigger than themselves. Knowledge basically is providing the employees with the information or the skills that are needed to achieve that change. So that goes back to really having those meetings and not only listening to employees, but explaining to them what the change is all about, why there's a change happening, and how the change is going to be implemented implemented and how the process or what the process looks like. Within that information, you can talk about the skills that are needed to achieve uh, the change that is being implemented. And then fourth, uh, the ability, the fourth part of that ad car is ability. And that's basically applying that knowledge and skill to bring about the change and the vision that is now part of that organization. And making those connections really requires a discussion uh, with the whole team. And then last but not least is the reinforcement and the rewarding part of that uh, model. And that's making sure that people continue to use the new method We as humans, we tend to revert back to old habits. So it really is very important to continue to keep that discussion and that assessment and that motivation and to remind employees of the new way of doing things, of the changes that are happening and how we need to continue to make those changes. Because if we don't keep that at our forefront, 
uh, basically uh, some employees are just going to revert back to the previous method or the previous habit. habit. And that's not because um, they're sometimes not doing it consciously. It's just the way we are as human beings, we just tend to uh, go back to the previous habit or the previous thing, previous things we used to uh, do because we're just most comfortable with them. So looking closer at the change management model, we can see that um, the individual change is important and that the philosophy behind that model is that change occurs one individual at a time. And if we look at the perspective of one individual at the time. And that's why I had mentioned previously that it's very important to assess the employee as to how they're adapting to that change and really understand that individuals respond and react differently to change. One of the things that's important to understand is the different states uh, of change. And particularly for this model, there's three different states of change. Uh, There's current state, transitional state, and future state. When we're talking about the current state, we're really talking about the awareness and desire stage of the ADCAR model. At the current state, it refers to what needs to change at the organization. Because this is part of the awareness and desire stages of the ADCAR model, this is where you want your employees to know why the change is necessary and build motivation and desire by letting them know how that change will improve their life individually. The next state, which is the transitional state, and that is where the knowledge and ability stages of the ADCAR model occurs. And for that state, it's really about uh, going from the current state to your future goal. And this is where you need to train your employees on how to implement uh, those new changes. So this is where the training program occurs and where the hand-on exercises will happen so you can uh, equip your employees to implement the changes that are needed. So the third state is the future state and that's where reinforcement occurs. And it's important to understand that we need to continue to reinforce the new way of doing things because as human beings, we tend to revert back to old habits and to what we feel comfortable doing. So when we start learning new things and the new method is not in our forefront, we are going to tend to just basically revert back to the old ways. So again, it's it's essential that you not only reinforce your employees and reward your employees for the for implementing those changes, but also to keep the new method in the front line. So employees do not revert to the old ways of doing things. So with that, I want to end this episode and I hope that you have gained some information and knowledge about change management and how to effectively implement those changes that you want in your organization and in your small business in order to be successful. 
Thank you all for listening. I know how busy we can all get in our life. So having you here tuning in uh, is very important to me and I greatly appreciate it. I am very involved in social media. And if you want to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, my handle is at MD Consulting Company. You can also visit my website at www.mdconsultingcompany.com. And of course, subscribe to this podcast. With that said, I'm Dr. Maria, your host of Mind Over Your Biz podcast. Thank you for tuning in.